We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, we wanted the Eagles to be back to 2017 capabilities. And I think we might be finding out, as we're about to talk to Mike Quick here, might be better than 2017. I mean, I think they are. All right, Mike, obviously an exceptional player for the Eagles, longtime Eagles broadcaster, and I know he loved that game the other day. What's going on, Mike? What's up? How are you, pal? (laughs) Man, I know you had a big grin on your face on Saturday night, Mike. What a game, man. What a performance. Yeah, they were great. From start to finish, they were great. And um, I, I think the Giants' biggest mistake, and my partner in the booth said this, is deferring and giving the Eagles a football <laughs> first to just it's, – it's funny how, you know, they're riding this momentum. They go to Minnesota, get a big win, riding this momentum. Why don't you just take the ball and just try not to let this team get that early lead? And that's that was, to me – a big mistake. Now, they were going to lose the game regardless, but to me, you come in riding that kind of momentum. I, I would like to try If I'm the Giants, you try and yeah, you try and maintain that momentum. Mike, third quarter of that game, when you knew it was over, basically, what were you thinking in terms of the Eagles' chances to win the Super Bowl while you were broadcasting that game? No, quite honestly, I was thinking, okay, there's still a lot of time on this clock. Let me let me not get too far ahead of myself and, and think that this. All thing right, what is about over. what about fourth quarter? Fourth quarter, what all were right, you fourth thinking? Fourth quarter, I'm thinking. All right, they got this. It's under wraps. <laughs> it's under wraps. Now only one game left, and we'll just wait and see. And I hope it's Dallas, but it turns out that it's not going to be Dallas. I, I know that this team would crush Dallas coming in here. What did the Eagles need to do better in that game? I don't know what they could have done. Better. Can I ask a question? I'll tell you something to do better. Not ask that question. What kind of question is that? I, they win, listen, they win by 5,000 points. What did they have to do to win by 6,000? They were so dominant in that game. <laughs> Seltzer's it looking. Was, I'm joking around. <laughs> Go ahead, but, but, but But just the way that they just uh, – they were ready for them in, in yeah. every phase of the game, everything that they did. They knew what the Giants were going to do in situations. 
in all of these situational uh, occasions that they had, they knew what the Giants were planning to do. Third down, they yeah. had it down. Uh, they, they were just on it. When In terms of game planning, understanding what the Giants were going to try and do, they were on it. This coaching staff had these guys ready, and the guys themselves putting in the work to make sure that down distance, they understood what the Giants were going to try and do, and they were right there to make stops. Yeah, especially, I mean, just matching routes, just knowing exactly oh, yeah. Yeah. what the route combinations were going to be and driving on those routes. The the secondary play was just so outstanding. Yeah, they were so good on the back end. Uh, how many sacks did they get? I, I don't remember the number, five. but I, I would say I would say at least four of the five sacks were because of the coverage mm-hmm. and because he couldn't get the football out. Mm-hmm. And so, John, you're exactly right. The way they were matching the routes and passing off the routes when they were in zone, I mean, it was just a, a work of art. How about this uh, for something they need to do better? Uh, Nick Sirianni yesterday admitted, essentially, that A.J. Brown was frustrated by his lack of involvement in the game. Uh, yeah. How big an issue is this? And does A.J. need to do a better job of keeping that under wraps? Well, I know he got frustrated late in the game, and part of it was um, that deep ball. I think he was hampered a little bit and just couldn't get to it. I know his, uh, he, he had some issues. So, yeah, you, you want to get him the football. You want to make sure that you spread it around. But when you win like that, there is no room to be upset. You win, you're winning the football games, and it's all about the combined. It's not about yeah. any, one, or any one person. Mike, if you were his teammate, you know, you're Kelsey, you're uh, – Devontae's younger, but let's say you're uh, Kelsey or Lane or Hurts. You talking to A.J. on Monday and saying, yo, man, like, didn't need that. Um, I don't know. I, I think when, when he calms down, and I think he did once he calmed down, it wasn't as much of an issue as it is during the, the moment because you want to be involved. You want to get – you know, you want to make sure that – you know, you put, yeah. you're putting your stamp on the win as well. I think after you calm down, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I mean, I'll just say, I, I always, and this is, you know, neither here nor there at this point, but I always found it very bizarre, very bizarre, that when the Bears finally won a Super Bowl in 85, you know, Walter Payton complained so much about not having scored a touchdown. And I love Walter, but I'm like, dude, you won 48 to 10. You won the Super Bowl. Anyway. But they handed the ball yeah, to the I know, tackle I know. at the goal line instead of him. I, I know. I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike, let's get to this game coming up, man. I was up, crushed man. by that. Well, it was disappointing, but, you know. All right, Mike, how good or how great are the San Francisco 49ers? Oh, they're really good. They're really good. And, you know, I, I hope that the guys on the Eagles defense – they're listening to it. They're bombarded by how great the, the Niners' defense is. I hope that's all they're hearing all week because then they're going to get a little pissed off, and I like them a little pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they're, the, the, the Niners' defense and their offense, I think they're, you know, they've been, these two teams, been the best two teams in the NFC all season long, and both because of the talent that they have and because of the coaching that they have. I think D'Amico Ryan has done a fantastic job with this defense. Um, and the, the roster, their defense, you know, the two linebackers, um, they've got an all-pro at every level. They, they're they just good defensively. And they, like the Eagles last week, they, they're able to dissect what offenses are trying to do and strengths of offenses and then take away those things. Uh, on both sides of the ball, they are really well coached, yeah. and they have outstanding talent. So the uh, the 49ers best in the NFL at stopping the run. What gives yes. there? Are are we so good that we're able to run it on anyone, including the 49ers? I would like to think so. Um, what the strength that they have, though, John, is they're good up front, but their linebacking play is so good. It's at a different level. And because their linebackers run so well, they're so smart, they're, they just have it all. That, to me, is why the run game is as good as it is. Now, they're good up front, but I, I still believe that 
they're a great run defense because of the linebackers. Is Fred Warner so good that they can actually spy him on Jalen Hurts and have it be effective? Oh, he's that fast. You know, in that game last week, you saw him run down the middle. They played at Tampa, too. Mm-hmm. And he's running down the middle of the field with the Cowboys' best wide receiver in C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> I saw that. That was when unbelievable. You can, no, <laughs> yeah. When you can cover that kind of ground That's, and you're a linebacker, yeah. you can give people lots of problems. And then he can thump. At the same time, he can take on guards. He can fill the hole at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And he can thump. Yeah, he's awesome. They're really good. Uh, Mike, what about a Mike Quick with here? Mike Brock Purdy. I, I, look, he wasn't horrible the other day. Far from it. But I was not particularly impressed. What do you What do you make of Brock Purdy? And what And what do you make of him Brock, in this, And what do you make of him in this venue as a rookie think, at the link? Yeah, yeah. I think he's done great. I think he's a fine young quarterback. I think he's very fortunate that he has a Kyle Shanahan and all of the weapons that he has around him. Um, CMC McCaffrey, he's you know he's outstanding. They play a lot of two back sets, and they do a lot of things that um, it makes it difficult for you to figure them out, for you to clue in on them because they 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 do so many things with the multiple personnel, and it's hard to get a beat on. Okay, if, if two guys are in, this is what they do. Well, the Eagles knew that with the Giants. It's not as easy to figure out with the 49ers because of the way they're coached. I think Purdy is very fortunate that he's in the right system with a really smart coordinator, play caller that makes things easy for him. The thing that's crazy with that, that 49ers offense is when you've got Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, who both can play running back and wide receiver, and yes. you've got a fullback who's as versatile as Juszczyk, you know, the personnel groupings, like you were saying, Mike, they don't necessarily dictate what's coming next. They, they can line their, their running back up at wide receiver and they don't skip a beat. And vice versa. They can run, line their wide receiver right. up at running back. So right. it really does you, make it you a get, challenge. No, you completely get my point. Yeah. They, you, you know, you can look at personnel groupings and you, you can say, okay, that looks like 12 personnel. Or that looks like whatever. And yeah. then they line guys up in different spots. And they're doing all of these things that just simply don't allow you to clue in on what they do based on personnel or based on the set that they're in. So Shanahan's done a really good job with this football team. So um, Jonathan Gannon, I thought last week was as good as he's been. And this week he's going to have to be even better just because of uh, the multiple things that they're able to do. Hey, Mike, Bengals. Chiefs with a hobbled Mahomes. Who wins that game? Who are the Eagles facing in the Super Bowl? Well, the Chiefs have a hard time with the Bengals, uh, even with a healthy Mahomes. Um, I think they're on fire right now. And with a hobbled Mahomes, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals to win that game. I agree with you. Mike, stay well, man. Yeah. Um, listen, this is, this is when it really gets special. And uh, you, you and Merrill, man, just keep at it. Two more games and – we can... Hey man, <laughs> we're I think we're all just having a real good time right now. It's a really good ride. Yeah. All of Philadelphia, the whole fan base. Um, this team has given us a lot to be really excited about, and they've given us a lot of fun over the past few months. So sure I hope it lasts for another three weeks. Love it, man. Mike, thanks, buddy. We'll be listening obviously on the, this weekend. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. Take care. All right, thanks, there he Mike. is, Mike Quick. Joe Cameron, John Richie. Coming up, John takes us inside the game. At 11.30 plus, coming up next, you'll hear a very annoyed Tom Brady. A very annoyed Tom Brady. He's asked a question, drops not one but two F-bombs. That seltzer had to bleep him out, but you'll hear Brady not in a mood to be asked a certain question. By the way, it's the question everybody wants to know about. (laughs) It's not about his divorce. I'll just put it that way. It's about his playing status. All that is up ahead, Jared Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, let me tell you about it. I'm very excited to tell you about the uh, new partnership we've got with United Tire. United Tire's... New Year's savings has started, and of course you can save $120 on a set of four of Michelin's best across climate, too. The savings, they're good now through January 28th. Stop in your local United Tire today and get the deals before, of course, they're gone. Visit UnitedTire.com for the specials. Let me repeat that. UnitedTire.com for all the specials. Or stop by your local United Tire store if you're needing tires, and certainly around this time of year, many people are. Well, now is the time to take advantage of great savings at United Tire. Don't drive alone.
Drive United. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Rich. It is uh, 94 WIP. You're going to hear an annoyed Tom Brady this segment. We'll play some audio. It's kind of funny. We'll get to that shortly. Also, today's Twitter poll question of the day, when healthy, and certainly Mahomes is not, but when healthy, who is the best quarterback in the NFL? And we have it narrowed down to three. Is it Burrow? Is it Hurts? Is it Mahomes? Obviously, they're three of the four remaining quarterbacks uh, in, the, in, the, in the tournament, if you will. Speaking of Mahomes and yes. Burrow, did you see that the line flipped? On no. that game, the Bengals are now one and a half point favorite over the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I just it should be. I think so. I agree, too. it should be too. But you know, that's that's a big. I deal. mean, because we don't even know that he can play. Now, everyone's oh, like, "Well, like, play. look, he's not going to be right," and that that is such an impossible. John, he might be a sitting duck, man. Yeah, he will be. He which, will be. which, by the way, could also he be, will not be able to move. Could be dangerous. He wow. might not finish be a little, the game. Yeah, like, that's, might, you, know. Like, you know what and I mean? And look, there is, I, I, it might be heresy to say, but if he really can't move, Chad Henney might be a better option for that. I agree with you, James. I agree with you. I mean, I'm just, you know, like, just be careful. You get the best. You, look, I'll tell you right now, guys, Patrick Mahomes is my answer to this Twitter poll. I love Jalen Hurts. I think Joe Burrow is amazing. I think Patrick Mahomes is the player in all of sports that if I could have his future – you know, next ten or fifteen years, I'd say sign me up for I that think guy. You're a bad person. I knew you'd say something like that. And you're Jalen Hurts bi- <laughs> was better than Patrick Mahomes. I think this year. you're a bad He person. threw the ball better than Patrick. Look. Okay, he didn't. It didn't look as spectacular when he threw it, but he was more efficient than Patrick yeah. Mahomes was as a passer. James, you remember season. last year when John told us Mahomes is going to be the best player in the history of the NFL, and I now did. and now he's got Hurts over <laughs> Mahomes. <laughs> Hey, he's three because years he younger. Better. In, in three years younger, just saying. In three years younger. He got better. <laughs> no one expected well, this level of just like well, massive increase in every aspect of his game. Of course not. All right, so you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Who is the best quarterback? Is it Bro, Hurts, or Mahomes? You can weigh in on the phone lines. A lot of talk today about the disrespect the Eagles are getting. And look, it's not the same level of disrespect as 2017. They're actually a favorite in this game. Um but it's still disrespectful that they're only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I think the nation has it wrong. The Eagles are going to be at home. The Eagles have gone 14-1 and this year with Jalen Hurts when healthy. And I'm not including that Week 18 game when the Giants didn't play their players. I don't think Hurts was really fully healthy. He was healthy enough, but he went healthy-healthy. He looked great the other day. The Birds destroyed the Giants. I just think it's pure lunacy, really lunacy, that this level of an Eagles team, even though San Fran's won 12 in a row, and that is unbelievable, I still think the Eagles should be a bigger favorite than this. To the phones, let's go to Tom right now. Tom, you're on WIP. Tommy. Tom, not ready to go. We go to a different Tom, Tom in Dover. Hi, Tom. So, what's up, guys? How y'all doing today? Great, Tom. Hey, hey, Joe, you know, I told you yesterday, I was just going to listen to the radio this week. I wasn't going to call you. I wasn't going to bother you. But I don't understand now. All last week, he was talking about how worried he was about the Giants game. So, and you're our national, I mean, you're our local radio station. Now, here you want the national people to be all how great we are against the San Francisco 49ers. Can I, I, Tom, I understand. All right, Tom, you hate when I ask you a question, but it seems to be our thing. You make a comment, <laughs> I say, and I say, let right. me let me ask you a right. question. All right, Tom, let me ask you a question. Would you say that the following two things are reasonable? Number one, that a Chiefs fan this week should be concerned about their game against the Bengals with a hobbled Mahomes. And number two, that if Mahomes proves good enough in this game, you know, and that his ankle's good enough, they should then be less concerned the next week because they know they got a, a normal Mahomes back. Is that do – do you see what I'm trying to do here? I was concerned I, about Hurts. what you trying to do. No, the injury. But, Joe, you got John sitting right next to you telling you yeah, that he, was going to be fine. Yeah, but he was also but, telling but me how Sean Jeffrey is going to be back for the start of 2018 and he missed, a, you know, missed time. A, I mean, John gets stuff wrong. If I'm, a, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm, I'm, I'm a Chiefs fan, man. You think the Chiefs fan is all over there going to get on the radio and say, Joe Burrow's going to beat that? And no, nah, they ain't going to say that. They're going to say they're going to win. Yeah, but That's here's the deal. But, Tom, I will always keep it real with you. If there's one thing I hope you know, I will always tell you what I truly think. Look, first off, I picked the Eagles to win the game. So let's not get it twisted. I didn't pick the Giants to win the game. I was more concerned than some, including John. But that concern was primarily born out of, I didn't know what the Eagles were going to get out of Hurts. I now see what they're able to get, and now I'm a lot more confident, and I'm not going to apologize for that. 
go, Joe. We beat the Giants with uh, uh, injured Hurts. But the Giants didn't play their players. Two weeks later, two weeks later, we got a we got a healthy Hurts. You don't think we're gonna blow them out? I mean, honestly, you didn't think we Tom, you and I, you, you and I got to hug it out one of these days. One of these days, we just got to hug yeah. it out. I mean, it, it, yeah. we're at that point. Wait, Tom, uh, listen, Tom, give listen, me. We, <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. I'm Give ready, me a I'm great ready. female performance in a movie. Who do you got? Well, I, I told James, man, you know I ain't no movie guy, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, I ask all these questions all the time. And I just came up with Whoopi Goldberg and Sister Act. You know, she was very good She's in that. great in that. She was really yeah. good in that. I, I like that movie quite I a bit. I like you and Tom battling. I, I do too, man. I, I could do it every day. So he's a relatively new caller, right? Like the last like six months right. or so, yeah, yeah. He, but he calls all the time now, and he's a good caller. No, I know he's a great. Call. I mean, John, me and him do have a. I enjoy a that. Thing. Yeah. What do they call it? A tete a tete. Yeah. Yeah. We have a tete a tete. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You know, a little bit of a tete a tete. Well, maybe not, but Tom Brady snap a little snappy. Tom Brady and Jim Gray. I don't <laughs> yeah, know where snappy's this, a word for it. I, I guess it's probably Westwood One. I think he typically does an interview. Yes, he does. It's a yeah, Sirius XM. It's on Westwood One. I okay. Think that whole thing. Yeah. So. You know, reasonable question. Like, yo, Tom, you going to play next year? Like, what's the deal? So, Brady, who – and by the way, I do wonder, I wonder if Brady had tipped off Jim Gray. Oh, this is purposeful. I don't care what anyone – I kind of think so, too. Because even when he seals here, but even when he says it, it's not like with vitriol. It's like Correct. almost performative in a way. I agree. It was, I agree. And and Jim Gray laughs. You'll hear it. Double F-bomb. Obviously, we got to take that out. But – uh Brady did not want to address and didn't seem to appreciate being asked, but I think it's also a little bit of a joke. Here's Brady with Jim Gray on the question everyone wants to know. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> You're scratching. It's only the question that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. I mean, what do you make of that, John? Scratchy? Was he saying? No, you're you're like you're you're itching for the answer. Scratching for scratching for the answer. Um, Yeah, it did sound like it was a set up thing. Hey, won't it be funny? You you ask me about it, and I go off on you, and we'll we'll leave it at that. Right. And it'll be vague, and no one will really be uh, more in the know than they were beforehand, but people will know that I'm annoyed by this question. I think that's what we just witnessed. I agree. Part of what I find strange about it is, it's not like, though, he's likely to be in front of a camera in the next month or two and be bombarded with this question, because Brady does a pretty good job. When he wants to hide, he'll hide. I mean, guys like Brady, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, if they just want to stay in their compound and not comment publicly, they can do that quite easily. Very easily. So I don't know what the purpose of this is. You know, like, is this designed to tell other reporters, don't ask me? I mean, what's the point? No one, like, no one gets to, wait, wait, people are going to knock on his door? I mean, come on. I, I don't know. I just don't know what the what the point was. It is strange. Unless it's like a ha-ha, like, oh, isn't that funny? I don't know. James, what's the point? I don't know. I saw someone on Twitter theorizing it. It's to try and throw people away from the possible tampering that could be happening between him and Peyton as a way of be like, I haven't decided. I'm not, I don't even know what's happening. Blah, blah, blah. Well, at the time, he's tampering. So I thought that was an interesting theory. <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk to Tom right now. Tom, you're on WIP. Yeah, sorry about that, Joe. I had you on speaker. I went to reach for my phone and actually had to hit the mute button, mute button instead and didn't no, realize. No problem, pal. Uh, it happens when you get old, man. You start getting senile and stuff like that. Uh, I wanted to weigh in real fast on the, the Twitter poll because I don't do Twitter. So um, I would kind of agree with you still, Joe. I mean, um, John, I mean, Jalen took some uh, major steps this year, and I think he's really seriously closed the gap. But I've still, if I had to take one of them right now who's healthy, I think he also – I think uh, Mahomes missed uh, – who's the receiver he had that he lost? Uh, Hill? The guy who was Ty- – Well, Tyreek Hill. He's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. he lost Tyreek Hill, and I think he's still adjusting to – he was his favorite receiver, and then he just took him away from him. Or he, I think he was his free agent or something like that. Well, not only his favorite receiver, he's, dare I say, a better receiver than A.J. Brown. I mean, he is – Yeah, he, than he's everyone a, but maybe Justin Jefferson. Yeah, he's a legit top three guy, maybe number two. I mean, he's awesome. The field for him. It opens everything else up for uh, – What's his name in the middle? Um, Kelsey, Kelsey in the middle. Yeah. So real quick on that. Um, yeah, I think I agree to you with you about the uh, the, the, the disrespect. We're used to that. It's Philadelphia. We, you have to be used to that. You've grown up with that your whole life. Yeah, but it doesn't mean we have to like it. 
No, it doesn't mean we have to like it. But we have to know. I mean, Jason Kelsey sang about it in 2018. We know what that's all about. That's true. We're not getting the respect. So um, That's very true. I don't know. Tom, give me uh, a big answer, man. Female performance in a movie. Well, I'm not going to give you a big answer because I can't win tickets to the Philadelphia Car Show, but I'll give you one that flies under the radar. Uh, I don't know, Joe, if you've ever seen a movie called Requiem for a Dream. I remember it, and uh, okay. that's the Jared one. Leto yeah, Jennifer Connelly. The woman who played Jared Leto's mother, she was nominated for Academy Award, and she didn't win it because of a year um, – what's her name? One for Erin Brockovich, everybody's America's sweetheart Julia. that year. Uh, yeah, Julia. Yeah. Yeah, so it was Ellen Burstyn in that movie was fantastic. She is amazing. You got it, man. Amazing in that movie. She better than Julia? Yeah, I think she's probably better than Julia that year. Sean, how many times have you I seen? I don't know. Pro- she was carrying Aaron, Aaron Brockovich. I, I mean, did, that's she did great. Yeah, she was good. I think Ellen Burstyn was probably better. How many times have you seen Pretty Woman, John? Be honest. Oh, uh, probably like four. <laughs> uh, you're, I mean, how many times are you? I mean, are we? Triple digits on that? We're not triple digits, <laughs> but we are. Let's see. I'm 44. Oh, by the way, I'm a man. Let me just say that. You know, I'm a man. I'm 44. Um, I would say, <laughs> I would say I've seen Pretty Woman. Fair, rough estimation. It's got to be 40 to 50 times. <laughs> Easy. Oh, man. I mean, seriously, dude. Pretty Woman is just. There's, uh, like, it's been around I love a while. rewatching movies. I'm a rewatch movies guy. Like, th- I, there might be like one or two movies I've seen that many times. It's like that's so many times. And I've probably seen. T- I know. Fifteen I know, movies I know, that many times. I know. Yeah, ten or fifteen, something like that. Uh, let's talk to Warren right now in Gwinnett Valley. Hi, Warren. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. You bet, Warren. Um, as far as the the Eagles go, I like the low key that nobody gives us respect and they don't want to put us on and they they don't respect Jalen Hurts. I, I like this. Let's just keep rolling right through the Super Bowl, you know, anonymous, whatever. Who cares what the media thinks? Just just steamroll everybody. I, I don't care about the attention. What do you guys think? Uh, I care a little bit. I don't I don't care to the point where I lose sleep over it. But it but it annoys me as an Eagles fan and as a Philadelphian. It's uh it's listen, no one likes to be disrespected. Now if the Eagles no, can not use disrespected. it disrespected. Well they they are being disrespected. I mean don't don't kid yourself. When when they are like, think of it this way, Warren. It's it's both team and player. When the national media talks so much, and they do, about Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow, and Hertz never finds his way into into being mentioned in that group. That's that's just wrong. Well, let's see what this weekend does and see see if they turn their their tune, right? I don't know. I mean, I thought for sure after that performance in the divisional round, it would look different. Uh, you know, the 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 Vegas odds. Uh, we were so dominant, and it just doesn't seem like it's working out that way. People continue yeah. to underestimate us. I'm I'm glad for the players' sake that they'll have that to hang on to potentially and use it as fuel. Uh, but but I find it incredibly annoying. People do not appreciate totally this annoying. brand of football as dominant as it is, and it's been all year. They still seem like they're they're not on board. See, Warren and John hit on something. I think that's a really important point. If you listen to what John just said, this brand of football, I think that's people right. nationally see it as gimmicky, and and the point is, it's not gimmicky. It's going to be the future of the NFL. Yeah. And and the Eagles are totally ahead of the curve of all other teams. I guarantee Absolutely. you. No, I guarantee I, you, John. I, agree with you. I guarantee I, you, John Harbaugh wishes Lamar could pass better. I guarantee you, but he can't. Jalen can do both. Anyway, Warren, what, what else you got there, man? I there was a there was a spy, so to speak, at the sports writers' dinner last night. There was a spy. Are you the spy? I am the spy. Oh, okay. Right. There, there was a, a a lot of crowd there around the uh, the WIP table, uh, Odyssey. Uh, Joe DeCamera's name came up several times. Is there anything we should know about Joe DeCamera at the dinner, Warren? Any any anecdotes? Well, the the one thing that I understand is it's it, I understand why he has to take so many baths after after watching the uh, the spotlight on him last night. He he definitely has to chill out. Well, I didn't do anything. I mean, people. I mean, when I when you say I got to chill out, it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was your fault. Okay, I'm saying okay. you, you you definitely need to to downshift after oh, after the spotlight is on you. He needs to slip into his cow. You saying it was the bell of the ball? <laughs> the That's right. The bell of the ball. <laughs> he's got he's got a you know 
never, faith in the, in the glory. Never mind, though, Al say, and this is a funny line, Al said during his speech, I think the line was, I've got more pressure on me than the Eagles. I thought, holy smokes. Wow. Because I don't feel it, but, you know. Al was on that, yeah. fire last yeah. night. Conklin was fabulous. Conklin was amazing. Wright, yeah. I, I guess you took some notes on Jay Wright's uh, uh, speech. He was phenomenal. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Um, hey, Warren, give me a big answer, man. Female performance in a movie. Was uh, Uma Thurman taken yet in um, Kill Bill? No. And, and you got it, Warren. You got it. Kill Bill, Uma Thurman. Love those movies. You're not a fan. So that's the one I saw the first one of, right? Is that the one where it goes all crazy? Well, let me ask us. He's like, that's when I saw the first stuff, right? Yeah, where everyone starts killing each other at the very end and it gets all gory. Am I, is that the right movie? Like, it completely spirals out of control in, like, the final 15 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Lots of swords. Like, upsta- upstairs. There's, like, a... Yeah. There's yeah. swords. It's yeah, like swords. It's like a samurai movie. Yeah, well, yeah, but, yes. it, it, but it goes from, like, realistic to not realistic. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, one thing... Realistic. One thing I want to say, real quick, all jokes aside, back to last night. There was, was it realistic at any point? Well, yeah. Uh, something I didn't know until last night. I just want to make mention, because Dan Baker is one of the great people in Philly sports. I mean, James, how lucky we've been to have Dan Baker ah, all these the years. 50 years Phillies. Now batting you know, for the Phillies. Yes. Here's what I didn't know. A lot of people know that he's gone through a, a real serious health issue in the last couple of years and is now doing much better than he was. 20 surgeries, guys. Wow. 20 surgeries. That's a lot. Now, I wouldn't say that publicly unless it was discussed last night in that public venue. It was discussed because he won the Courageous Award. 20 surgeries in the last couple of years on, on the issue that he had within his mouth. So, God bless him and... It's great that he's, you know, back at the ballpark doing the games. It's great. 215-592-9494. Inside the game coming up shortly. Tom in Abington right now. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas. How are we doing today? Great, Tom. Hey, did you guys happen to catch um, the party that the Cowboys threw for their watch party <laughs> and what happened afterwards? Dude, I love every Cowboys joke going around the world right now. So what, uh, give us the punchline oh, of this, this one. this isn't a joke. This was an actual thing that happened. What's that? They, yeah, there was a big fight. Yeah, Where? Tell them, oh, there tell them. was multiple fights. Cowboys fans on Cowboys fans. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I did see that. Yes, I yeah, did see that. Yeah, no joke. I mean, they're a joke. They are a joke. At it that way. Well, you know what was also incredible? And I, I have not researched this on Twitter to confirm this, but um, NBC Sports Philadelphia said it this morning, so I assume it to be true. John, do you know that the official Cowboys Twitter account Oh, this is true. This is stunning. This is true. John, after the game, Tom, after the game, when the Cowboys lost, because, you know, sometimes the team will report, okay, we win 23-20, we lose 23-20. Like the Phils, you know, Phils are going to lose 60, 70 games a year, 80, whatever. Um, they'll still report at the end of the game, all right, if they lose, we lost 5-2, right? They just you put it out there. There's a way to say, hey, we've been telling you through the game what's going on. Here's the finality of it. We lost 5-2. Okay, here's what the Cowboys wrote on Twitter after they lost, and I am not making this up. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup that Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. <laughs> yeah. That's from the Cowboys' real Shocking. Twitter account. Can you believe that? No. Now, that guy gets canned, right? I that's, absolutely think he's That's gone. a guy that takes it too serious. Dak's agent calls Jerry Jones and says, oh, yeah. that guy is gone. Yeah, unless Jerry was like, hey, crush Dak. I, get I mean, that's, right. guys, that's stunning. That is stunning. So, <laughs> um, February 20th, that's a big day, right? Yeah, if the Eagles reach the Super Bowl, Likely. which they will, we would start February 20th. That's correct. Nice, nice. Um, I will place one call to you, Joe, on that morning at, what, 3.30? 3.30 a.m. And I'll make sure you're up that day. After that, you're on your own, pal. Listen, I'll t- one day at a time, man. I take that. I'm a, I'm a survive and advance kind of guy. We can mix I'll it around. You. Different caller well, can take day two. And now you seem shocked that we're getting disrespected, Joe. And I don't know why you're shocked when you have um, national boobs yeah. that can only get jobs through nepotism, such as Chris Sims. Yeah, he's Doubling brutal. down after that game and saying he would take Daniel Jones as a passer over Jalen Hurts. I mean, when you have minds like that out there making those comments, yeah, it's that, not a shock. That's just ignorance, and that's just stubbornness. And and people should view him as a lesser commentator as such. But um, anyway, Tom, give me a big answer, man. Best female performance ever in a movie. 
All right, so uh, real quick, I got the Eagles winning the war of attrition against San Fran because that's what it'll be Sunday. Yep. They're going to pull away late and take this game by 10 points, and I'll give you Uma Thurman and Pulp Fiction. You got it. Uma Back-to-back Umas. Yeah, how about that? I did not think she'd be the first female said twice. but uh, Probably yeah. shouldn't be. I love Uma, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm just, you know, there's, there's, there's how many, well, I'll, I'll let it go. I, won't, I don't want to tip the hand. Here's what I do want to do. A little inside the game. The X's and the O's as John looks back on the Eagles-Giants matchup and what it means up ahead. John, what do you got? I wanted to do the little ISO cam on Lane Johnson. Oh, see, good good job. See how he's good feeling. Yep. I was always told the difference between a good player and a great player is a great player figures out how to be great while he's compromised physically. And what we're seeing from Lane Johnson, he is a great player. And he's managing this adductor tear. He is not as physical as what we've seen him be uh, when he's right. But he's figuring out how to get by and do his job on every play. He's not nearly as powerful as we've seen him. But he's so athletic still. I, that His quickness has not taken a step in the wrong direction. The very first play of the game. Uh, we saw him uh, set hard on the outside against Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, and he looked tentative in reaching out to punch Kayvon Thibodeau as, as, as Thibodeau beat him on the inside. I think that's where you see it. With this injury, he has to be precise with his footwork, be in the right place because he doesn't want to extend himself. And so that is something that he's working through. But he's such a technician with his footwork and his hand placement, that that really helps him. He's so precise, he doesn't put himself in bad position often. And he can anticipate where he needs to be because he's so experienced. He knows where the defenders are going to be. You know, still, despite the fact that he's injured, he is our first lineman who moves every time the ball is snapped. It helps that he can anticipate the snap count because we're at home. The noise is not a problem. But he kicks out with that pass set a split second before the ball's actually snapped uh, and, and the, the noise working in his favor. And with that injury, uh, he still looks like the best athlete on the O-line, which is crazy to think about. Uh, I am I'm convinced that the staff tried to help him and account for his physical limitations because there, w- there was one play, again, he overset. Uh, the, the the defensive end beat him inside. Lo and behold, though, we got Jordan Maialata pulling from his left tackle position to clean up. So they're accounting for the difficulties. But overall, I mean, I give him like 80%. He's probably physically 80% of where he needs to be. And he's playing more of a finesse right tackle than what we're accustomed to seeing. Uh, you know, he's not driving and keeping his feet going in the run game. He's more position blocking but i it's good enough that's great and 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 uh, again i i saw him get pass rushed the power wasn't there i'm convinced nick bosa is going to bull rush lane johnson and he'll have to be able to anchor in and have an answer for that but i think lane johnson's toughness is going to be a big part of why this team wins the super bowl well i'll say this i'm you know as john's talking there i'm thinking back believe it or not to chip kelly (laughs) Uh, Chip did a lot wrong here, but he did get a couple things right, and picking Lane Johnson with the fourth pick was one of them. And how fortunate the Eagles were, James, you remember, wasn't the guy's name Deion Jordan right before the Eagles? Yes, and how he wanted to take Deion Jordan. Mm-hmm. Now, and that, for what it's worth, was still – that was the – how he draft two was how he still involved in that one? Or was how that, he was. So yeah, I that should, was both. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I mean, that's, that's true. Because that one is Lane then Ertz in the second round, too. So that's like a yes. big one, too. And, and to be fair, it was – you know, at least it's believed to be Howie's final call at that point. So, yeah, that's, that actually is more Howie than Chip, but from the Chip era. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to Bill right now in Kensington. Bill, what's going on, pal? Yo, guys, what's going on? Bitcoin, what's going on? So, let me just say, so that's the only audio Seltzer ever lost. He can't find well, the hold audio up, hold up, when the Bitcoin thing hold began. Up. Something happened here that made us lose a lot of stuff that was not my fault that you know about. Okay, so I, didn't re- I didn't realize it was tied yes, into that one. That was why it, I, it's the only thing I can't get back. All right, all right, all right, I believe it. Bill, go ahead, man. All right, boys. Well, while I was sitting here listening to you guys talking, we're talking about the MVP debate. Um, I was looking up uh, NFL MVP on uh, Google, mm-hmm. and one of the first articles, and I hope, 
someone from the Eagles uh, administration is listening to this. The title is Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes face blatant rejection as Lakers legend Magic Johnson makes bold NFL MVP claim for Jalen Hurts. Nice. I cannot believe uh, – I love that – first off, Magic Johnson, I appreciate that he's pulling for Hurts. But the fact that it's looked at as a blatant rejection instead of oh. look at this dominating season he had. Right. And then there's one sentence in this uh, with a game-saving performance in the divisional round, making it sound like that we were like right. we were about ready to lose to the Giants. Right, right, as if the game hung in the balance. Game-saving? Yeah, game-saving uh, 38-7? to and it could what? have, and it could have been fifty-eight to seven if they wanted. I mean, they they could have uh, kept, they could have kept going. I'm okay with that. I put a bet on for thirty point, <laughs> win by thirty. So I got that. <laughs> um, but I, I truly don't under. I think maybe CMC and uh, Christian Cafferty maybe could be the only thing that would be cause an issue. But that D line is going to shut him down on on Sunday. And uh, even though the national media has been disrespecting us. I live now, I, I might be from Kensington, but I live in Austin, Texas now. And I went down to a bar downtown, which, by the way, we're two hours south of Dallas. That bar had 500 Eagles fans. Wow. And, down the, and there was a line down the street filled with green, black, and white. Love so it. make no Amazing. mistake, even though that the media might be against us because we're not as popular as Joe Shiesty or Patty Mahomes, we have the fan base all around the country. We're going to get this done this week. All right, I'm I love calling. it. Bill, give me a big answer, man. Female performance in a movie. Oh, I was thinking about this. I'm going to say uh, Queen Ramonda, Angela Bassett, and Black Panther. All right, you got it, Bill. Appreciate that answer, man. Eagles fandom down in Texas. But I think they're transplants, right? I mean, that's got to be people that, you know, I, mean, I don't think they're born in Texas and we're Eagles fans. They have a lot of people in Texas who do, like, the, the Dallas fan behind enemy lines thing. You know, the people that we resent so much when you see them at Wawa yes. wearing their Dallas stuff. You think they got them? I'm sure they have them. I don't know, man. I'm sure they have a lot of them. Like, the, the, the Dallas, the, the Texas native who somehow likes the Eagles now. I mean, okay, I'd be surprised, but if you say why so. Why would you be surprised? I mean, we have them here. I'm sure there are at least but, some there. But why do, we got... have, why do we have them here? Because the Cowboys were really good. Correct. But we also have some because, like, oh, my dad was an Eagles fan, so I became a Cowboys fan. Like, there will be those. Well, I the, think not as many. I think you're right, Joe. There are more Cowboys yeah. fans here than there would be there for sure. I don't know that. Oh, come on. He's come right. on. The, what have the Cowboys done in the last quarter? Yeah, but you could be century. 30 years old. I mean, the people in quarter that bar. Century. I, okay, so I while these people have been alive, they've never seen their <laughs> Dallas Cowboys do anything. I, I get and it. they've seen us do lots. I hear you, man. An incredible organization. By the way, I still can't believe Jimmy Johnson fired Jerry. Uh, Jerry Jones fired Jimmy Johnson. I'll never, I'll never understand that. He, Jimmy Johnson running his team. Uh, uh, okay, fire him. Oh, okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Let's go to Drew in Westchester. Drew, you're on WIP. Hey guys, uh, voice is doing better today. I got a uh, question. I'd love to ask Richie in terms of matchups for Sunday, but wanted to give a quick point on the uh, disrespect and the point spread first. I think a lot of that disrespect is coming from uh, national disrespect for Sirianni. I think nationally people, you know, love Kyle Shanahan because he's Mike Shanahan's son and he's winning with a third-string quarterback. And don't get me wrong, he's a good coach. He's a very good coach. But I think people who are – I think people who are relying on that are in for a rude awakening on Sunday because Sirianni is really good too and our assistants are really good and I trust them to match with with uh, Shanahan and uh, D'Amico Ryan. Well, Drew, I'll say this. To that point, it almost reminds me a little bit of going into the 08 World Series when all the talk was about Joe Madden and none of the talk was about Charlie Manuel. And I'm like, so what? Charlie Manuel doesn't have an amazing story? Charlie Manuel's not a good manager? But all the people nationally wanted to talk about was this super-minded Joe Madden guy who's been a fine manager, but it's like, come on. It's annoying. And I think it gets really elevated in football too, since the football coach makes a bigger impact. Than oh, there's well, there's no, there's no question this. about it. Yeah, yeah. And my question for uh, Richie is, uh, you know, I'm looking at the 49ers roster, and obviously their left tackle is Trent Williams, who's always been 
a stud, but I think back to his Washington days, and I remember Brandon Graham used to really get the better of him and have really good games against him when he was on Washington. So my question, Richie, is, one, have you noticed that at all in the past? Two, why do you think Brandon's so good against him, and do you think that's a matchup we could exploit on Sunday? All right, Trey, before John answers that, give me a female performance in a movie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Ingrid uh, Bergman in uh, Casablanca. Wow, how about that? The 1942. John, um, I don't remember Brandon Graham dominating Trent Williams. I mean, maybe he had a... I don't know. Like, Trent Williams, maybe he's uh, he's getting older. Uh, so maybe while the, those last few seasons he was in Washington, he was struggling through some things. He has been better as a 49er. I mean, like... Uh, I didn't think he was one of the most dominant players in the, in yep. the NFL when he was down there with the Commanders, or they weren't the Commanders. All then. those years are just the end. Uh, the end. It felt. I mean, like, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? I th- I, yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so too. He's been really good for the 49ers, and and a lot of that probably has to do with uh, level of health, that sort of thing. But the the way that they uh, scheme their offense puts him in in great position. He is. He's a marvel. I mean, physically, we know uh, he's one of those offensive linemen who is on the smaller side, like 6'5", 320. Yeah, small but, guy. But, yeah, well, for, you know, for a tackle. <laughs> I, I know, I'm joking. I'm not, not Jordan Mailata, who's 6'9", 370 sure. or whatever. But uh, he's so fast. He's so quick. Like, like Elaine Johnson. I'm sort of like the same size as Lane mm-hmm. and a guy who can outrun – some teams like uh, skill guys. Trent Williams is awesome. I don't remember Brandon Graham owning him, but he's been better as a 49er. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good player. Uh, the opposite of really good is Seltzer two nights ago. James, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but Uh-oh. the flood in the home. Oh, dude. Now, we were too busy <laughs> yesterday talking Eagles, you know, know on a Monday, but James had a major <laughs> issue over the weekend. Seltzer, the floor is yours. Oh, it was horrible, dude. I, 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 there's nothing worse than your basement flooding. So right as the Niners-Cowboys game starts, we're sitting there. My brother's down. He came to watch Eagles game with me. Me and my brother, my wife, Zoe, hanging out, about ready to watch the game. And my brother goes, oh, no, what's that? And it's water flooding out from, like, the washing machine area, all that. We actually, because our basement flooded once when we, we first got, we had a shop vac. So we're busting out the shop vac. Yep. We're up till 3 in the morning. <laughs> Oh. Shop vacuuming. We took turns. I let Emily go to bed for a couple hours while I shop back. Like it was horrible. Finally stopped flooding around 3 a.m. We got a guy to come out yesterday to clean it all up, but it was a disaster. Man. Wow. Did it was the worst. So we got lucky because we had the shop back. If we hadn't had the shop back, uh-huh. everything would have been ruined. It's just like some rugs and stuff that are a little messed up, but we were able to shop up the water quick enough, but we had to keep like running it outside and yeah. re emptying and all that. It was. A long night, and the cause <laughs> and the cause of it identified and yeah, dealt with. Yeah, so they came over yesterday. Yeah, the the pipes were clogged essentially. So they came through this huge machine that goes under the house, and he's wow. sucking stuff out. It was it was nuts, man. Okay, well, so. glad it's you know decent enough resolution, I guess. Yeah, well, Rhea Hughes, shout out to Rhea. Rhea knew somebody in the city who a plumber who put me in touch with the right people. Good. And we got all taken care of. So. All right, glad to hear it. Yeah, good. all right, good yeah. deal. Thank you. Well, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was a trying uh, a trying night. For Sounds me like last it. Night. Let's. Talk to Bill right now in uh, Woodbury Heights. What's up, Bill? Hey, man. How you doing, guys? Great. Want to say uh, congratulations on the morning show, and I've been meaning to say this for a while, John. But my condolences to you. I know the loss of a dad is hard. One of my favorite things to do is call him on my rides home and talk about sports. So mm-hmm. I get the bomb. And uh, thanks, Bill. First time I've called in in a long time, so I wanted to say that to you guys. But what I wanted to talk about was Brock Purdy and not knocking him at all. He, he's been doing something that we could possibly have never seen before. A rookie come in, third string, almost not even drafted, potentially could win a Super Bowl undefeated. I mean, he could sit down and retire and shit. Oh, I'm sorry, be right in the suit, in the Hall of Fame. But I think our defense will expose him. And I do, I do too, Bill. I, I, think I Brock, expect that. Yeah, I think Brock Purdy is the biggest weakness – left in the playoffs for these teams. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think our like one of the I think a lock bet for this week, whatever the total is on sacks, I'd bet over twice. 
I think they are going well, to Well, you got to know what the number is. These odds makers are you know, pretty good at setting it in a way that uh, sucks someone like you in. Like, you're like, I don't yeah, care no. the number. I'm going over. In order no, to... I, I, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, 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 uh, know, I know what you're saying, though. You expect the Eagles to get you know a decent amount of sacks. Well, here's the thing, Bill. In order for that to happen, we're going to have to take them out of their comfort zone, which means like we have been able to on most teams we've played, we need to get up on the 49ers. We need to get up on them early, have a huge second quarter so then they cannot stay balanced and run the heck out of the football which is what they want to do clearly clearly so, what they want to do yeah hey bill give me a big answer here man female performance in a movie best ever who is it okay so in my in, for me mila kunis in the next four days wow mila, someone, mila kunis. coming from someone in recovery she knocked that that part that part out of the park wow. she played a recovering addict uh, at, at home trying to withdraw off heroin and she gave a performance that felt like I was living that life because I did live that life before and she knocked it out of the park. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Bill, appreciate that answer. I mean, you certainly sold it well. I haven't seen the movie, I but um, that, you know, I really like her. I'm a fan of her as well. She's a, she's a great, she's, you know what? Not only a great actress, she, she seems cool. Very cool. Right? Yeah. Like some people like Carson Wentz, they're not cool. And then there's some people like, you know, the Hammer and Mila Kunis. It's like, you know, James <laughs> Dean, right? Cool. Just like, just cool. <laughs> Two on five. The Hammer and James Dean. And a dig at Carson. One. We haven't had oh, James Dean. No. In there yet. And a shot at Carson in there. Two on five, five, nine, two, 94, wow. 94. Coming up with the Diddy said post game about Jalen Hurts and the, gosh, Unbelievable draft pick of Jalen Hurts. We're coming up close to the three-year anniversary of what I believe was the most controversial draft pick in my lifetime in Philadelphia sports. And Ray revisited that the other day. What he said, you'll hear it next. Plus all the calls. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. James Dean here on 94 WIP. Hey, the uh, NFL Conference Championship Games, they are, of course, this Sunday. And you can enjoy more thrills than ever before with FanDuel Sportsbook and partnership with Valley Forge Casino. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means you'll get free bets back if your conference championship game same-game parlay does not hit. It's an incredible opportunity. You can bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to which player will score a touchdown and more, as the last caller was talking about, sacks. You can get whatever you want to bet on. It's all there for you. And if you can't decide, you can ride with the thousands of other fans and bet from the popular pre-built same-game parlays already made for you there at FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. So sign up using promo code HAMMER. Promo code HAMMER always for the best deal. Promo code HAMMER to start building your no-sweat same-game parlay and make every moment more with the conference title games with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.